What's going on, everybody? Paul Hickey here with NoOffSeason.com. Welcome to the Sports Card Strategy Show. We're brought to you today by MarketMoversApp.com by Sports Card Investor. We want you to save 20% at MarketMoversApp.com. It's the best place to track the data of your entire collection. We use it to understand the historical pricing uh, in terms of sailed comps from all of the cards. There are about 100,000 cards in the database at marketmoversapp.com. If you use the promo code NOOFFSEASON, all lowercase, you can save 20%. It helps you learn who to buy low and when to sell them high. All right, let's jump right into the show today. Today's show is a special edition where I am going to walk you through all of my recent purchases as well as some of my recent sales. So that way you can get into my brain in terms of my purchasing strategy and my sales strategy. So the first thing I want to let you guys in on is my recent purchasing strategy. And so let's start with uh, the NFL. We're in October right now when we're recording the show, October 2021. But this strategy will apply really whenever you end up watching this video. So the examples might be only relevant to this particular season, but the concepts will live on, I believe, because I've already started making some money. And so I am letting you into my world here. As you can see, this is my nooffseason.com Google Sheet database and my card orders. So the purchases that I have recently made. And as you can see, I'm tracking all of the costs of the cards in column A. Uh, the card name in column B, the link to the eBay order, the tracking number, uh, when it's expected to arrive, and um, I am actually having all of my cards shipped directly to my PWCC vault because I live in Spain, and I am running a sports card business from Spain, but it's a U.S.-based business, which means I need to have my cards in the U.S., and I need to be able to ship them to customers in the U.S. I'm not really doing any international shipping. Although I have shipped a couple of cards from Spain to clients in the U.S., customers in the U.S., but it just takes forever to do that. So I'm having PWCC hold all of my cards, and I'm basically selling primarily on eBay, as well as my site, nooffseason.com. So last year, I spent a lot of time having cards graded. I spent a lot of money having cards graded. My brain was basically in the space of, let's try to get high grades on cards, and increase the value that way. Now, things changed drastically last year with the cost of grading going up, the availability of grading going up, and so I think that had PSA stayed open at the $12 level, for example, and had SGC not had to hike up its prices due to a surge, I think that that thought process probably could have continued to work. However, uh, I got a little bit blindsided, as we all did, in that, you know, I'm pretty much breaking even right now on a lot of those graded investments. So, for example, I spent quite a bit of money getting my old collection graded. I'm still waiting to get that collection back from PSA, so I haven't been able to monetize that. Um, and then on the SGC front, I did have a lot of fun having cards graded by SGC, but the resale value of SGC hasn't really gotten to the point where I've wanted it to get to in order for me to actually make money on those cards. So long story short, uh, unless I have a 10, I'm not really profiting from the cards. Now, the good news is 
on the graded card front that I am breaking even pretty much. So, um, but I mean, breaking even while it isn't the end of the world, it's actually not helping me achieve my goal, which is to actually profit from sports cards and essentially turn sports cards into my full-time job instead of my side hustle, which it is right now. So I have since gone pretty hard into a different strategy to make money flipping sports cards, and that is targeting players that are lesser known um, but have some hype around them and are in a situation that uh, might yield itself sooner rather than later to their card prices surging and uh, and buying their RPAs. Uh, you've heard me talk in previous episodes on this show about some of the guys that I've done this with, but I'm going to walk you through in detail on today's episode who these guys are, how much I've paid for them, and why I'm really high on them, and why I think this is a good strategy. So the number one reason why I think it's a good strategy is because you don't have to get RPAs graded. You're you're getting the rookie patch autograph, which means that you do not have to grade these cards for them to rise in price. Now, there's historical evidence of this. You can go into marketmoversapp.com. You can go to Sports Card Investor. You can even go to eBay and just see uh, past sales of RPAs, and you can see that guys who have outperformed their expectations, their card prices have surged, and uh, not only just their base rookie cards, but their RPAs truly, truly surge. Now, the tricky part of the strategy, though, is finding affordable rookie patch autographs, because if you go to football, basketball, or baseball, especially basketball, anyone who's had any hype around them at all any of their RPAs in a pro jersey are typically going to be around 100 to 200 dollars and that's high risk that's super high risk to try and prospect on a guy and hope that they outperform their expectations right um, whereas so let me explain how this to me this is a lot different than the graded strategy so on the graded strategy Basically, all you really need to do is pick the high-performing guys already, get their cards graded, and you've increased the value of the card with the grade, right? But if the grade is not a 10, then you really haven't increased the value of the card, uh, especially since the cost of grading has gone up a lot since last year at this time. Uh, With this strategy, it's a little bit riskier. Um... The risk is not the grading, but the risk is, are you, are you right about the player? Can you make predictions about the player? So this is actually more like sports gambling or prop betting than the graded card strategy. Um, I wish that the graded card strategy is foolproof, but it's not. It's just like anything else. Um, you have to be good at something to make money at it. And so what I'm banking on moving forward is my ability to predict the outcomes of players outperforming their expectations, players who will have good situations, players who will be on winning teams, and players who will generate hype. So let's jump into the some of the NFL guys that I've targeted, how I've done so far, and what my learnings are from this. Now, I've only been doing this for a couple of months, so I'm still learning as well, but I want to share that with you. Um, one guy that I've talked about on the show and you can see here is Kenneth Gainwell. He was a fourth round pick out of Memphis and he actually led the country in total yards from scrimmage last year in college. 
Uh, he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Eagles have already gotten him involved quite a bit. The research that I've done around Kenneth Gainwell is that he um, he's a Danny Woodhead type guy that the coaching staff um, likes. And the coaching staff in Philly and the front office in Philly actually has some experience um, drafting um, guys like Danny Woodhead and actually signing and coaching Danny Woodhead himself. So if you're a fantasy football person, you know Danny Woodhead. He was the back for the San Diego Chargers and then the New England Patriots. Uh, He's a third down back, but I mean, he really racked up the fantasy points and um if you do some research and read some articles, you'll see that the Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff thinks that Kenneth Gainwell can be the Danny Woodhead. And so if he does, um, in fact, materialize into a Danny Woodhead type player on a young, exciting team like the Philadelphia Eagles um, in a market that is truly going to explode if the Philadelphia Eagles ever win, win games, win divisions, win playoff games, get to the playoffs. Um, then Kenneth Gainwell's RPAs could skyrocket. And so I've taken a risk. I've spent a little bit of money on Kenneth Gainwell. You can see here there's a $17 RPA uh, certified freshman fabric, number to $199, a Panini Black that I bought for $25. There's a few more I bought for $23.76. Now these prices include um, all in. They include shipping and tax. Now, So Kenny, Kenny Gainwell... Um, targeting as a guy that I don't want to take a lot of monetary risk on. I'm willing to take some bets on him because I believe in him as a player, but I don't know how certain I am. I'm certain that his cards will rise in value, but I don't want to pay a lot of money for them. And I've already sold one of them. Okay, so the one that I sold was the Panini Black Rookie Patch Auto. Um, Learning coming from this is that the Panini Black brand is a much more desirable brand. It's actually, I think, a much better looking card. I don't hate the certified freshman fabric cards. They have some great uh, multiple color swatch RPAs, but um, Panini Black is a much better looking card in my opinion. And so um, I think that that's maybe why it sells better. Also, uh, numbered to lower numbers, I think a lot of the rookie patch autos in the certified freshman fabric category are numbered to 199 or even 499 and so there's just more of them and so the panini black rookie patch auto uh number 1099 for kenneth gainwell uh actually sold for 30 dollars plus shipping so uh overall um all in that was a 12 dollar profit so i did profit 12 dollars on a kenny gainwell flip i was pretty excited about that and i still have um the $17 certified, the $24.69 certified, and the $17, the second $17 certified um, two-color rookie patch auto for Kenny Gainwell. So um, the, the, the risk, though, is that Gainwell is in a crowded situation in Philly as a playmaker. They've got a lot of playmakers. Miles Sanders is the lead back. Uh, Jalen Hurts is actually kind of the lead rusher, as many of you may know about the Philly situation. So Kenny Gainwell is definitely a flyer. Murph, in an earlier episode, uh, thought that he was uh, not as deep of a sleeper as I thought. So that that actually made me feel good because Murph's a pretty good scout of talent. So um, 
Not a huge risk in Kenny Gainwell. I've already I'm already profited twelve dollars on him, and I have thirty four. So if you do the math, thirty four dollars plus twenty four dollars is uh, fifty eight dollars minus twelve is forty six. So if I sell, if I make seven dollars profit on each of the next two Kenny Gainwell purchases, um, I will totally break even. So I'm hoping that, you know, that's going to be easy to do, but we'll see. It'll, it'll be up to really, at this point, it's up to Kenny Gainwell because I haven't invested money in grading and Kenny Gainwell's cards will go up if he scores touchdowns, if he scores two point conversions, if he's electric on the field, getting a lot of receptions and if the Eagles win games. So if I'm not right about Kenny Gainwell this season, I'm basically holding over, you know, 50-some dollars um, invested still into Gainwell heading into next season, and maybe he can be a player that um, explodes at some point in his career. All it really takes is one game, which leads me to my next guy that I want to talk about, which is Kadarius Tony. I was able to find, I paid a little bit more than my $50, I put a $50 NFL RPA budget on and I paid a few dollars over my $50 budget. So I paid a total all in, including shipping and sales tax in this particular case, uh, $59.37 on a Kadarius Tony Panini Black RPA numbered to 199. I just really like the look of the card. And he's a first round draft pick this year for the New York Giants. So he kind of fit the profile of what I like, which is a large market team, an electric player at the wide receiver position which is a little bit more flashy than the running back position in the hobby and went in on Kadarius Tony for my largest RPA single purchase of $59.37. I was graced with a huge week by Kadarius Tony. I think he had something like 10 catches for almost 200 yards uh, in his second NFL game. And I, I listed it for sale right after that and it went up for auction. A lot of interest in the auction. I believe I set the starting price at $29.99 because I wanted to get it close to the $59 level at just, you know, at least one bid. I didn't want to be too far underwater. And that card sold for $100. So I essentially almost doubled my money on that Kadarius Tony card. And again, the proof is in the data that it only takes one big game with these rookies for their for their RPA prices to to skyrocket. And so again, it's different than the grading play because had I had these cards graded, I'd still be waiting to get them back. Kadarius Tony has since gotten injured and you know who knows the status of his his upcoming week by week status. Um and so because Kadarius Tony has gotten injured, there's no way that his card would go for a hundred dollars today. It went for $100 last week, and I got the money in my bank account already. So I'm pretty happy with that. Now, uh, another guy that fits my profile is Rashad Bateman. There wasn't a lot of hype around Rashad Bateman because he was injured, but he's already back. And I got a Panini Elements Neon Signs card numbered to 75 auto, rookie auto, uh, for $36.77. There's a lot of hype. If you Google Rashad Bateman news in Baltimore, you'll see a lot of hype, a lot of positive articles around Rashad Bateman. One thing that's got my caught my eye about Bateman is that he 
the team seems to be in love with him and the fans seem to already be in love with him. There's a lot of like welcome back Rashad from his injury. Um, and he, he did catch four balls in his debut and, and everyone was really happy uh, in the news about that when you look at the local Baltimore articles. So uh, Rashad Bateman, another first round pick, just like Kadarius Tony in New York. And um, I'm hoping that there's at least two or three games where Rashad Bateman blows up catching balls from Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's like those guys like Jamar Chase, and you know he can catch five to ten balls at any given time for over 100 yards. Like Chase Claypool did it last year in Pittsburgh. Every year has at least two or three rookie wide receivers that have huge games, and so Rashad Bateman should have one soon. You can bet that as soon as he does, I'm going to list that Panini Elements Neon Signs Rookie Auto number to 75 on eBay. And I'm hoping that, I mean, if I can get 75 to to $100 for it like I did for the Kadarius Tony, I think it's realistic to expect that. And so that's what I'm looking for in this RPA flipping strategy with Rashad Bateman. To me, Kenny Gainwell was more of the sleeper flyer. Bateman and Tony were more of the obvious choices as first round picks. And now I think I can segue into another former first round pick in the same category as Bateman and Tony, who were both coming off of little ticky-tack injuries, is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy is a second-year guy, but I've invested in his 2020 rookie patch autos or just rookie autos. They don't have to have a patch if the price is right. I did accidentally buy a 2021 Jerry Judy auto, so it's a second year, but it's an auto, and it was only $17.23, so it really was a good low-price purchase. Um, and then everything else I've tried to go under $50, 5268, including the tax and shipping here on this Panini Select Signature Memorabilia Rookie Patch Auto of Jerry Judy, and uh, 2159 on a Spectra Prism Refra Refractor Rookie Patch Auto, and let's see, those aren't my only Jerry Judys, so I have... Okay, so in total, I've got four Jerry Judys. I have not listed them for sale yet because he actually has not come back from his high ankle sprain that he suffered in week one. So his price has dipped after week one. That's when I went out and bought him because he is a first round pick in 2020 from Alabama. So to me, he's just like Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell, whose prices are already well over $100, $200 for their RPAs. All he has to do is have a couple good games, even just one good game in Denver in the stat column, and his RPA prices should double or even triple from where they are now. Because um, again, $17, $21, $52, $39 that I've uh, invested in my Jerry Judy rookie patch autograph. So again, he fits the profile. Um, cheap, one good game not graded, just flip it. Uh, a couple other flyers. I've got a Travis Etienne certified rookie patch auto, uh, numbered to 249. Again, 249 is kind of a high number, but $37, that's it for a Travis Etienne. Now, the thing I like about Etienne is that, you know, if he were healthy, there's no way I would have been able to get that for $37. He underwent foot surgery. He should be back 100% next year. And so I'm going to be sitting there with the Travis Etienne asset, there's going to be a lot of hype around him. Look at the numbers James Robinson's putting up 
with Trevor Lawrence right now. Next year, that's going to be Travis Etienne. So I'm as long as as long as he comes back and has uh, one or two good weeks in 2022, I'll be able to flip that Travis Etienne with some hype around that Jacksonville team next year in year two for he and Trevor Lawrence. He's a first round pick. Played with Trevor Lawrence and Clemson. You can bet your ass that the two of those guys are going to be pumped, that they're going to actually be playing together on the field together next year in Jacksonville. And so there will be hype around Etienne, and I will sell that after the hype materializes in the form of one or two good games. So $37 on a Travis Etienne, rookie patch auto. Um, And then $17 on Elijah Moore. So he was the first pick in the second round this year. And the NFL draft went to the Jets. The Jets are going to struggle, obviously. They're going to be inconsistent. But a guy like Elijah Moore was actually the preseason rookie of the year pick by a lot of pundits, which was a huge stretch, as you can see. But if he and Zach Wilson can figure it out once or twice together on the field, my $17 RPA investment in Elijah Moore should materialize. There's no reason not to think that that could be a $99 card after that guy has a couple of good games. So again, you can see where I'm going now with this player prospecting on the RPA front. Buying low, thinking of guys who are one good game away from having their card prices skyrocket. I may have reached a little bit on these next two guys because one's just in a horrible situation in Detroit, and that's Amon Ross St. Brown. He's a great wide receiver out of USC. He's actually leading the Detroit Lions in catches and I believe in receiving yards right now through his first six games as a rookie. The problem is the Lions are 0-6 and they suck. I did only spend $29.56 on this Amon Ross St. Brown tri-color rookie patch auto for Panini Black. The good news is it is Panini Black. It is a good card. It's numbered to only 199. USC has a huge fan base. The Lions have a loyal fan base. If Amon Ross St. Brown can have a, a, like maybe even a good game on Thanksgiving on a national televised audience coming up in a few weeks, that will be my opportunity to flip the Amon Ross St. Brown. But again, may not have needed to spend the $30 on Amon Ra. It's more like the Kenny Gainwell side of things. I feel better about the Etienne and the Judy and the Kadarius Tony and the Rashad Bateman side of things, seeing as how Kadarius Tony's already materialized for me. But Amon Ross St. Brown, looking good as a rookie so far, just in a bad situation. If the Detroit Lions can figure it out at all, and he has a good game coming up, he just needs to get in the end zone, catch five balls for 100 yards and a TD. I could probably flip that thing for close to 50 bucks. Here's some more NFL flyers that I got excited about. They all fit the same profile, so I'll comment on them just a little bit. Jalen Rieger, former first-round pick, $20.57 for his Panini Origins three-color patch, rookie patch auto. Michael Carter, Panini Black numbered to 50. Feel much better about that card. Great market for the New York Jets, even though the Jets suck. People really, really like Michael Carter, the running back. Only paid $19.45 for this RPA. Van Jefferson, I bought two Van Jeffersons. I'm banking on last year's second round pick for the Rams being the route runner that all the experts say that he is and playing with Matthew Stafford and hopefully the Rams making a playoff run this year that I'm targeting playoff time to sell my Van Jefferson RPAs. $30.23 for one of them. 
And then the second one was only $16.25 all in with the shipping. Low dollar investments, safer than getting graded. Again, with the grading, you're taking the risk of getting the good grade and the player doing well versus the rookie patch autograph. All you have to do is have the rookie play well, and then you have the same increase in pricing from a percentage standpoint as you would with, say, a PSA 10 or an SGC 10. A couple of other prospects here. Thailand Wallace was a later round pick for the Baltimore Ravens, another Ravens wide receiver. All he has to do is have a couple of good games. $15.50 for his Panini Gold Standard RPA numbered to only 49. Rondale Moore was a guy that I was high on in an earlier show. His RPAs were going for over $150 before the season even started. There was a lot of hype around this guy. And then, as is always the case, rookie wide receivers, rookie running backs, they're going to have a couple of bad games. Rondale started the season hot with a good game, had a couple of bad games. That's when I got his RPA. Panini Black number to $199 for only $34.75. Got in a buy-low pocket after a bad performance. That's a good time to buy. Take this away. When a rookie who's had a lot of hype and a couple of good weeks has a couple of bad performances, that's the time to buy their card because more than likely their card prices will fall on a week-to-week basis or skyrocket on a week-to-week basis after a good performance. So you can bet what I'm waiting for. You know, you've got the Cardinals at 6-0 as of filming this video, recording this podcast, and they may not be undefeated all season, but... They're likely making a playoff run. Rondale Moore's super exciting. He's the third wide receiver on that Cardinals team with Kyler Murray. They're going to run the ball with him. They're going to get him the ball in space. He's like a Percy Harvin type player, and he will make plays. So coming off a game that he does make some plays, that's what I'm going to be looking to flip this $35 card into a $70 to $100 card. Another wide receiver, Marquise Hollywood Brown. I was able to get somehow a rookie patch auto numbered to 99 Panini Limited for only $26.45 on eBay. I'm pumped about that because now this gives me the trifecta of Lamar Jackson rookie patch auto wide receivers. So I've got uh, 2020 first round, actually 2019 first round pick Hollywood Brown already has a track record of making some plays. He's off to a good start this year with Lamar. Uh, I've got the 2021 picks with Bateman and Thailand Wallace. But I'm really excited I got this Marquise Hollywood Brown RPA. I'll definitely be able to make some money off that one. Um, All right, some running backs that I took some flyers on other than Gainwell, Etienne, and Carter include Antonio Gibson. I just like that player. He's a converted wideout from college into a rookie starting running back. The Redskins know exactly what they're doing with him. He's going to be a focal part of the offense. The Redskins look actually really good with Taylor Heineke under center. And I was able to get an Antonio Gibson, good-looking Panini Origin, solid brand, rookie patch auto, three-color for only $29.49. Chuba Hubbard, sorry, Chuba Hubbard, $30.30, freshman fabric. Looks to be materializing with CMC out. I got this before CMC got injured. And that has actually worked in my favor as Chuba Hubbard had his first career 100-yard game right after I got this RPA. 
I've got it listed on eBay. As of recording this right now, there's only one bid on it for $18, so I hope I don't go underwater on it. It ends in a couple of days, but um, still feeling pretty confident about the player prospecting call of Chuba Hubbard. Another running back, Zach Moss. Uh, this is a $25 RPA, Panini Spectra Neon Green. He was a rookie last year. Similar to Gibson, but in a better situation. He's not the only guy, but he's on a winning team. So really, my play is twofold here. Either he has an incredible individual performance during their run to the playoffs, or he's just consistent during their run, and maybe they make a run at the Super Bowl, and I can flip a $25 Zach Moss RPA into even something like a $37 or a $45 card. That would be a win for me. All right, now let's move on to one more wide receiver and then some QBs before we dedicate the rest of the show to the NBA because it is the start of the NBA season and I'm freaking pumped about that. So let's get into our last wide receiver. It's LaVisca Chenault Jr. Now, in the offseason, after Trevor Lawrence was drafted in April as the number one pick, LaVisca became a hobby darling. DJ Chark got a little bit of love, but mainly it was LaVisca Chenault Jr. That's when his card prices skyrocketed, and that's when I avoided buying any LaVisca. But LaVisca has not really been lighting it up in the stat column this year, and so I took the opportunity to get a LaVisca Chenault Jr. Panini Origins 2020 Rookie Patch Auto for only $44.75. I was really excited to get this for only $44.75. It fell under my $50 budget. He's a second-round pick last year, so the Jags have a lot invested in him. He looks like the freaking legit wideout that they need in Jacksonville. He just looks the part. He's built well. He runs solid routes. He plays with confidence. And if he and Trevor Lawrence can figure this out, this dude actually is going to put up some numbers and hopefully this $44 RPA can turn into a $144 RPA before the end of this season. We'll see. All right, let's get into some quarterbacks because I did take a risk with wide receivers and running backs. Wide receivers and running backs are just never going to have the hobby value, and they're more prone to injury, and so they're easily replaceable. They're easily replaceable, and quarterbacks are not as easily replaceable. And so I did take my budget and apply it to some quarterbacks. So the first quarterback that I started to apply my budget to is Kyle Trask because he's the only quarterback from the 2021 draft or the 2020 draft that would fit in my budget, which is essentially $100 or less for quarterbacks, quarterback RPAs. Second round pick out of Florida, primary backup to Tom Brady right now. In a pretty decent situation. No one thinks Brady's going to retire anytime soon, but you never know. And if he does, Kyle Trask, right now at least, would be the most hyped quarterback a la Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay last offseason. So Kyle Trask, this upcoming offseason, depending on what happens with the Buccaneers QB situation, could see a huge rise in his card prices, just like Jordan Love did last year. So I got a Panini-certified Kyle Trask, Rookie Patch Auto, three-color, numbered to 149 for $79.60. We will see, but I'm feeling pretty good about that as a longer-term hold. I don't plan on selling that during this season, but I do plan on selling it probably before next season. 
The other Kyle Trask that I got, I won it in an auction recently. I say recently, all of this is recently, but literally today I won it in an auction. A Panini Origins Rookie Patch Auto for only $54.79. So again, the time to buy these guys is when the spotlight is not on them. Do not chase. You know, I love Sports Card Investor, but Sports Card Investor talks about the top five hottest cards. That lends itself to chasing those cards. Don't chase those cards. Think through who is not spotlighted right now, who doesn't have hype, but who could have hype really, really soon for some reason. And if it's a ticky-tack injury, that's a great reason to go get a guy. If it's a bad performance, but you know that this guy's likely to come back from it, that's a great reason to go get a guy. All right, now the second quarterback, in addition to Kyle Trask, this is like the opposite of Kyle Trask. This is a guy that has no hype around him because the hobby and the NFL world just doesn't trust this guy. They do not like this guy. I happen to like him because he went to my alma mater. Kirk Cousins, the starter of the Minnesota Vikings, is actually playing as well as any quarterback in the NFL right now, believe it or not. He would be a top 10 NFL quarterback if not for his past performances. But so far in 2021, Kirk Cousins looks like he is the real deal and he could lead the talented Minnesota Vikings on a playoff run. So I was able to get a Topps paper rookie in a PSA Gem Mint 10 for only $46 for Kirk Cousins. I think this is a good buy low. I was also able to get his Panini Prism just raw for $4.99. And then a second one came in for another $4.99. So two raw Panini Prism Kirk Cousins 2012 rookie cards for under $5. And then a PSA 10 tops Kirk Cousins rookie card for under $50. I think those uh, will make great prospect profit makers for me coming up during the remainder of this NFL season. Let's move into the NBA. So I, I just want to say that these football cards other than quarterbacks are relatively easy to stick to the 50 and under or 75 and under dollar budget, especially if they're coming off a bad performance or an injury, short-term injury. Um, basketball is not really the case. Basketball, the prices are actually really, really hard to stay under $100. So I, I Lifted my budget up a little bit for some basketball RPAs. I, I believe in guys that I've talked about on this show before. I believe in guys like Tyrese Maxey, DeAndre Hunter. And so I went out and I got some Tyrese Maxey and DeAndre Hunters. I got a $75, uh, $78.95 Panini Prism Fast Break Silver Disco Tyrese Maxey. I also got a Panini T-Mall Red Wave RPA Tyrese Maxi. These are both RPAs. The Panini Prism for $78 and the $75 Select T-Mall Red Wave RPA. And then I did get two DeAndre Hunters. So I got one Origins DeAndre Hunter Rookie Auto Relic. So an RPA number 173 for $78.49. DeAndre Hunter was the fourth overall pick in the 2019 draft, and he should be an integral part of the Atlanta Hawks attack this year. I'm excited about him. And then the second DeAndre Hunter I got was for only $68, 
Panini Origins RPA. So I really think that DeAndre Hunter drops 25 a game this year, and those RPA prices double. So I'm excited about that. <clears throat> now, a couple of guys I got hip to through some other podcasts that I listen to that are not sports card related. One of them is The Mismatch on the Ringer Podcast Network, Chris Vernon and Kevin O'Connor. They do an amazing job, and they got me excited about Desmond Bain. They got me Googling Desmond Bain. So I encourage you to Google Desmond Bain. He's from TCU. He was a first-round pick last year to the Memphis Grizzlies. He played four years at TCU, so he's already kind of a veteran. And he's in his second year now, and he's starting at the small forward position. He is built. He's a great shooter, and he just looks legit. He's already starting the 2021-22 NBA campaign off averaging 20 points a game after his first game. So I was excited to see that. I think that his card prices probably have already increased from these prices. But I did. I was able to get his Rookie Patch Auto Panini Select Silver Prism for $54.25. His... Prism Rookie Signatures Auto for $39.75. His Panini Crown Royale Bronze Die Cut Rookie Auto for $42. His Panini Prism Autographed Rookie Card for $33. His Panini Impeccable Rookie Signatures Auto for uh, Rookie Auto for only $51. And there's more, I believe, yes, uh, won an auction for um, $42.41 for his Panini Origins rookie auto number to 75. So Desmond Bain probably is the guy right now that I own the most rookie autos of in any sport, but they were super cheap. They were all under $60, $50. Some of them were even under $40, and I just really, really believe in the ability for those card prices to rise based on the affordability of them, first of all, based on the role that Desmond Bain is about to get in Memphis that he hasn't gotten before, and the fact that he's not hyped but will be in a situation with John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr., a lot of eyeballs on that Grizzlies team. They're very exciting, and I believe that there will be some hype around Desmond Bain throughout the year. They'll definitely be great performances, so I'm excited to see what his card prices do. All right, another guy that the media has kind of killed in the past, but all of a sudden, for whatever reason, now that he's a Chicago Bull, he's like the darling of the NBA. I mean, all of the positive press on Lonzo Ball, the number two pick in the 2017 NBA draft, is kind of crazy right now. I got one of his Panini Prism rookie cards for $12. They're going for about $12, so it wasn't necessarily a win off the bat. But I believe that those could or should double or triple during the course of the season because the experts are saying that he is finally in a situation that lends itself to him playing his true game in Chicago. Now, I do have a lot of... He's also worked on his shot, and it looks good. He looked good in the preseason, and he's already started the regular season off really well. And um, I do have bids in on a lot of other Lonzo Ball cards, but right now... There's just that one $12 Lonzo Ball prism that I have purchased. And I believe I have bids in on quite a few of his autographs. Okay, now before I wrap up my recent purchases 
on eBay, I did want to say that typically I don't look to purchase cards from people on social media, but every once in a while, I will get offered a lot of cards for me to kind of sift through and choose. And so RMS underscore sports cards on Twitter, RMS underscore sports cards on Instagram as well, put together a lot for me that I really, really liked. And um, it consists of uh, another Travis Etienne. So I got a second Travis Etienne. And then I selected some players that I didn't actually have high quality rookie cards of yet. And I was able to negotiate pricing on these. So two Carl Anthony Towns, 2015-2016 Panini Select Premier Level cards. Uh, One Carl Anthony Towns Concourse Rookie card, Select Concourse Rookie card. Two Donovan Mitchell uh, 2017 Don Russ rated rookies and one 2020 Panini Prism Orange Laser Justin Jefferson rookie. Now, I got these eight. I'm sorry, and then one more card. Uh, I like the Detroit Tigers prospects, and there's one Dylan Dingler. Uh, this is a second year technically, but it could be considered a rookie because it's still a prospect card. So, because it's still a prospect card, uh, it could be considered a rookie. Uh, 2021 Bowman Chrome Mega Dylan Dingler Blue Mojo Refractor Auto to 150. So as Dylan Dingler moves up the minor league ranks, I think this card could actually take off. Uh, But in the meantime, Carl Anthony Towns looks damn good in Minnesota this year. Travis Etienne fits the profile that I talked about earlier. He's the second, uh, that's the second Travis Etienne card that I have. So I'm excited about that. Justin Jefferson, we all know. And we've got the Donovan Mitchell lot uh, for super cheap. So $110 for those eight cards. So doing the math on that, uh, you've got got it at about just over $10 a card. That's actually a win already. I could sell all these right now for more than $10 a card and um, would easily cash out as a winner. But I think all of these cards have the opportunity to continue to go up. They will go up and... um, I'm excited about that lot. Typically, um, with my prospecting, though, I'm looking at eBay. I get a guy in mind, um, listening and watching, looking at the box scores. I'm really into the actual sports and the actual team news and less about the hobby at first. And then I do my cross-referencing with the hobby. So another good example of this are my last two guys, Grayson Allen and Gordon Hayward. Now these kind of fit in the Desmond Bain category because the hobby kind of already loved DeAndre Hunter and Tyrese Maxey. That was really nothing new there. But what I'm giving you here with Grayson Allen and Desmond Bain and Gordon Hayward are a couple of tidbits. Uh, Again, they kind of fit my profile. So I want to look for guys that are not the hobby darlings yet, that have maybe never been the hobby darlings, but that fit the profile of someone in a position to have an impact on a really good team and have super, super low card prices right now. Okay, let's look at Grayson Allen. So a couple of individual purchases here. One is a Green Prism rookie from 2018 for under $10. Another one, uh, Green Prism rookie, same card for under $7. So pretty happy about those two Green Prism rookies for Grayson Allen. Then I bought a couple of lots. So I bought an eight-card lot, and a two-card lot of his just regular base prism rookie cards 
for a total of $28. And then I bought just a single prism for under $4. So doing the math on all that, I'm paying about $2.80 per Grayson Allen rookie card. And this is a former first round pick who is now the starting guard in Milwaukee for the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. He was signed and traded to the Bucks from the Memphis Grizzlies this offseason. And if you Google Grayson Allen in Milwaukee news, you will see just a plethora of phenomenal uh, articles about him, why he's earned the starting role, how he should keep the starting role throughout the season. And he's already off to a good start in the 2021-2022 NBA regular season. And the Bucks look phenomenal, beating the Nets in the first game of the season. I think the Bucks are going to roll to another great playoff run. They should make it to the, at least the Eastern Conference Finals. And if Grayson Allen sticks as a starter in Milwaukee, the 2 and $3 investment per rookie card will look really good for me. Now, I did invest also in a $60, so $59.99. I got a BGS 9.5 Auto, 10 Auto, 2018-2019 uh, Grayson Allen, numbered to 75 Panini Encased. So for the Encased, for those of you who don't know Panini Encased, it's a product where Panini gives you, they're usually like $1,000 or more per box. You get eight cards. And one of your eight cards is a already graded by BGS um, Gem Mint card auto uh, of a rookie. And so um, rather than buying the Encased boxes and opening them up, um, it's really like a lottery ticket to try to make money on those. So scouring eBay for guys like Grayson Allen that fit this profile of haven't performed yet, haven't had a whole lot of hype yet, but have the opportunity coming up based on following the sports the way that I'm following the sports and the team news and doing the research around the teams, not necessarily the hobby, but the teams and the sports. Um, Grayson Allen, I'm feeling really good about my, I mean, in, in total, less than $100 on my Grayson Allen purchases, and I think that $100 could easily be 500 by the end of this NBA season. Okay, last guy I want to talk about is Gordon Hayward. So um, we all know Gordon Hayward, but he's fallen off because he hasn't really stayed healthy over the last few NBA seasons. But this is a former All-Star He's a 6'8 forward, and he is actually as good as LaMelo Ball is, and as much as I'm in love with Miles Bridges, uh, Gordon Hayward is actually the key player for the Charlotte Hornets' success. The stats show it. The data shows it. When he's not in the lineup, they're a sub-500 team, and when he's in the lineup, they're a much better than 500 team and a playoff contender. So Gordon Hayward is back. Uh, he played last night. He looked good. He scored 27 points. He looks phenomenal with LaMelo Ball and Miles Bridges. That team looks like they have something to prove. They're super young. I think you're going to have a lot of celebrities following that team, posting on social media about that team. And I think Gordon Hayward's cards could skyrocket this year. Um, this is a sleeper call, but I, I feel really good about it. So I actually spent quite a bit of money. It took took me a while to research the cards that I wanted to buy because there's a lot of Gordon Hayward cards out there. It's just that since he was a 2011 rookie, a lot of the cards kind of look like shit, to be honest, and the designs don't look that great. So I had to pick the ones that um, I 
believe are still the top-notch brands. So for example, I did find a Panini Crown Royale 2011 Rookie Auto numbered 46 out of 99 for $54.75. I was pretty excited about that one. I did get a totally certified Rookie Auto for $63.99 that is graded an SGC 9510 Auto. So not a gem mint, but just under a gem mint. And it is uh, encased in that SGC slab. So that should sell pretty well. Good looking card. And um, I passed on some other Gordon Hayward offers from the seller just because I've got a lot on my watch list right now. And I, I did put a couple of offers out there. I'm trying to, I was trying to pay less than $35 for any of the other rookie patch autos out there for Gordon Hayward just because there's a lot of them out there and they don't look that great. And so I wanted to put myself in a position where when I listed the Gordon Hayward card after he blows up this year um, on the court, I'm listing good looking cards that people will want to buy. But I think of my Gordon Hayward purchases so far, um, you know, they're a little bit pricier than the other, you know, they're a little bit more pricey than, than Grayson Allen. They're certainly more pricey than some of the other, um, football players that I've mentioned in this show. And they're more in the, you know, they're, they're pricier than, uh, than Desmond Bain. Um, but I still think they could pay off because he's got a more proven track record and really all he has to do, it's, it's as simple as all he has to do is stay on the court. If he's on the court, his card prices are going to double, triple um, for the autos that I've purchased. So I'm really excited about that. So uh, that is the overview of my buying recently. And again, I wanted to talk about the strategy of buying the RPA and prospecting on the player in sports other than baseball, because we already knew that about baseball. But looking at football, looking at basketball, how I'm looking at prospecting the player and the RPA and the budget and the flippable opportunity after a big game, after a big performance, none of these are going to be long-term holds for me. I have a plan for each of these cards, whether it's Cousins, whether it's Trask, whether it's Gainwell, whether it's Etienne, whether it's Judy, whether it's Bain, Maxi, any of these guys, all of these cards, Grayson Allen, I've got a plan. I'm looking at one season max for all of these cards. They should be gone. And you can bet I'll report back to you on how I did. So far, I've only sold two of them. And I'm listing them at the appropriate strategic time. So we're already at almost an hour. And I'm going to peace out for now. Uh, in a future show, we can go through what I'm selling. But for now, I wanted to go through what I'm buying. Hopefully, you found this information useful. And again, I'd like to thank uh, the sponsor of today's show, Market Movers App by SportsCard Investor. Please go there and save 20% on marketmoversapp.com by using the promo code, all lowercase, no offseason. Go to marketmoversapp.com and save 20% using the promo code, no offseason, all lowercase. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. I am Paul Hickey with nooffseason.com. This has been the sports card strategy show. I want you to have a great day.